now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 515th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my lovely co-host. We've got the one and only Whimsicott, I mean Jushiro. Hey, you had to replace a international personality with a not-so-international, but still kind of weird personality. <laughs> and then we've, of course, got uh, Sublime Manic as well. Hello, tis the season. Tis the season. Most yeah. wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> the, the pumpkin spice season. Yes, uh, I love I love October. I love Halloween. Actually, yeah, it's like I'm in my element. Yes. I'm very happy. Lately. Oh, we finally so like in the well. First, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007 to talk about everything Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card game to everything in between. But I want to go back to that sublime. We finally in the Midwest, so like our weather transitions from like one season to another are just step functions, mm-hmm. meaning that like like there's just like one big storm and then it's a new season. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Like I, we legitimately had 80s like for the past four weeks. It was like it was like low 80s, high 70s. Those were our temperatures for like the past four weeks. Mm-hmm. Yesterday we had a giant storm run through. And now our highs are in the low 60s, high 50s for the next oh, forever. That sounds so nice uh, <laughs> for the next forever. And so now, so so we essentially we went summer, and then and then I guess the universe was just like, or the weather patterns were just like, it's fall now, and <laughs> uh, which is great because I really like this. I really enjoy this weather actually. It's, yeah, yeah, I love when it starts to cool off. The storm was a system update. I like hoodie weather. That's my answer. I like hoodie. Yeah, weather. I love mm-hmm. I love the rain. I love the cold, I love the snow, I'm very that. Yes, I'm all about being cold and snuggly. And that's why I live in the Pacific Northwest now. <laughs> my brother Jashiro. Yes. <laughs> it's it's a good time. But yeah, I just want, I wanted to bring that up. Uh, uh, what have you guys been up to lately in, in anything? Not Pokemon, admittedly. I figured, Not yeah. Pokemon as much. I've been all about the horror this month. Yeah, same here. We're in standby. Okay, but Pokemon Unite, you get. I would. I think you guys would enjoy that, honestly. Yeah, I need to download it. I'll do it today for it's sure. It's free to get, so you might as well get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah. hot, constantly evolving mess, just like Pokemon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. But it, I. I don't know. Like, I think it's going to stick around. It has staying power. Moral quandaries aside, <laughs> I mean, can we talk about that? Uh, Nine Tails costume. <laughs> Moral. Well, I'm talking more about Tencent, but that's sure that as well. But like, lots of questionable. You know. Oh yeah, the Nine Tails costume is ridiculous, but absurd. Yeah, the moral quandaries aside, it's a, it's a fun game. I think it's really good. It's very. It reminds me a lot of Splatoon. In the way that you just like pick it up and it's a short match because I've never played a MOBA before before Pokemon Unite. Same, same. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot, same. and I still do. I do sometimes take a break from it. I will say, like sometimes I get fatigued from it. Mm. Sometimes it felt like a chore. So you know, it's like you know what? I'm just gonna walk away from this until it doesn't feel like a chore again. I would agree right. with you. I 
I ended up taking a break this week because I ran Ethernet through my house. <laughs> and that took most of my week up. Uh, I thought it was going to take like a day. I uh, ended up taking like four. But that's how most home improvement projects go, I feel. Yeah, I got faster internet. I got fiber. It's exciting. Congrats. Welcome oh, to wow, the nice. fiber age. Yeah. Yeah. Love, love fiber. Yeah. I love my fiber internet. I honestly, the reason I did it was to pay anybody who's not Spectrum or Comcast or AT&T money. That's valid. That's very fair. Like I was talking with uh, Mark from the show and he's just like, you have overkill. You bought like the gig up and the gig down. I go, I'm making my donation to a company that is not Spectrum, <laughs> AT&T yeah. or Comcast. I want them to be successful. I wish I could get rid of uh, Comcast. Yeah, I have like a non-Comcast fiber network, and it's amazing. Perfect. Yeah, and that's it's what I do. amazing, and they lock you in for life for the price too. So it's like super amazing. Oh my god, I need that. Yeah. So the price they lock us in at life at is higher than what I have now because they like have an intro rate mm-hmm. to like try to entice you. But even when I get to like the normal rate, it's still cheaper than I was paying Spectrum. It's ridiculous. Wow. So it's, uh, yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. They're charging us way too much. So, but yeah, so I had fast internet. And so I'm like, you know what? I have to wire up my house so that I can get fast internet everywhere. <laughs> so that's what I did instead. Yeah. We're the point here that we must, we should do the same because now, um, Nemesis is also working remotely. And, uh, yeah, the internet just. That we need more power. More power! Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, you should check if you have se- uh, CenturyLink. Yeah. 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 So, uh, in Pokemon news, though... Oh, yeah. That's a thing. <laughs> I have been following... The, my my life this week has been following the uh, the despise of a certain, like, uh, Twitter Pokemon leaker. Mm. Because he keeps getting called out, and I think it's hilarious, and I've just been watching it, watching the drama unfold all week. There's nothing better than watching a grifter fall. Well, it's just because, like, my fr- I have friends, right? Hi, Ryan. Hi, hi everybody else. Uh, hi, Mark. Yeah. All those people. We have, like, a group chat. And they always, like, will send me, like, this guy's tweets. And I'll be like, well, he's not a reliable source for a leak. I would not believe what he's saying. <laughs> right. He, he, like, occasionally gets things right. And if you look at the things he does get right, it's things that happened... It's either things that are like very obviously what's going to happen. Like when he called, um, he did back in like January say like Diamond and Pearl remakes are coming or something like that. Right. But yeah, obviously, (laughs) uh, the writing's on the wall. Like that'll eventually be true, even if it wasn't, you know? (laughs) Exactly. It's not like we've been joking about Gen 4 remakes for about 10 years already. I'm like, I'm like, this is, this is obviously true. But then he like makes predictions like, or you'll get things right, quote unquote, like two days before something launches because somebody from the inside actually gave him something to leak. Mm. And probably not really, honestly. He probably got it from somewhere else <laughs> and then posted it, like some other like less known source and like reposted it. Uh, he, he's just a clout chaser. And oh man, I just, he's been having a heck of a week because he made some predictions about like the starters in Pokemon Legends Arceus are going to get regional evolutions and stuff like that. Yeah. And Somebody called him out on it for stealing it from the Chinese Riddler, the guy that leaked Gen 7 way back in the day. Mm. And way back in the day, it's five years ago, but that I guess five years is a long time. It's a long time in video game years. Yeah. And so he, he leaked Gen 7 and he, uh, so he took this from that. He mistranslated it, which is even funnier. Oh, wow. Uh, Chinese Riddler ended up, uh, yelling at him on Chinese 4chan. <laughs> and it's it oh my gosh it is 
is just like the best drama. And like watching him spiral this week has been even better. It's a dumpster fire you just can't look away from. Oh, I can't look away because like he's so touchy. Whoever's running the account is so touchy about the criticism that they're like exploding. Yeah, they typically are. Yeah, they typically are. That's why I took a step away from social media, and honestly, it's been lovely. Same. I've been enjoying this. I'm not participating, <laughs> I'm just watching, okay? I'm, a, I, I'm like the Watcher in the What If series on Disney+, Plus, and <laughs> I, I'm not interfering. I'm just letting things happen. <laughs> and, oh my gosh, it's a chef kiss, you know? I'm just watching, it. and like, he, he, he just like... Because, like, he puts up a bunch of cryptic riddles, and then, like, just one day, just it's just like, fine, if you're all going to call me out, this is what all the cryptic riddles mean. <laughs> and then, wow. And then, like, the, and okay. then, like, the next day, like, like, puts out, like, a summary tweet of all the things he thinks are uh, that, that are going to be leaks. And then he right. contradicts himself immediately the day after. And well, wow. then why does anyone give this any attention? <laughs> I don't know. He's got, like, a hundred some fo- thousand followers on Twitter. And I'm just like, I'm just like, man, this is. This is hilarious wow. to watch. This is a good spiral. It's a good spiral. Our Pokey Leaks uh, makes fun of him a lot. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's a good time. But it's, man, I don't know why anybody gives him attention. I just, I want to watch him implode so that my friend stops sending me his tweets. <laughs> right. So people That's stop getting him, him, taking him seriously. I just don't want I don't want people t- sending me things and then when I say no that's probably wrong they go well you don't have any proof otherwise and I'm like yeah I don't know that fairies don't exist either but I'm pretty sure oh. that's what's happening all over all around the country nowadays it really you can feels be that an way. expert the experts are no longer listened to right it's all about who's your favorite person I don't want to I don't want to call myself a Pokemon expert uh, for two reasons one humility two the shame <laughs> so, uh, but it's, sorry, I'm in the community, very invested, right? And I pay attention about what's going on. Uh, some days, some weeks, I don't play as much Pokemon as I would like to. Mostly, like I said this week, I was I was busy trying to make my internet better so that I could do more Pokemon content faster and better. But now everything will be even more Pokemon because of it. So it's yeah. a short term, you know, big payoff. Yeah. It was a short term loss, big mm-hmm. payoff. Yeah, I mean, the problem is like I'm gonna do, I'm gonna like get back to content this week, and then I'm gonna go on vacation next week. <laughs> so that's really gonna suck well next week yeah yeah i'm going on vacation next week so everybody watch out for that that will be gone kind <laughs> of i'll probably still be in discord because i got nothing better to do <laughs> maybe read some books that's that's my vacation read some books all right i mean staycations are still great oh absolutely it's just some time off mm-hmm. but on that note let's uh let's take it on over to the news so let's cue that epic music <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. And welcome to the news. The news has a few things to talk about, but not much, honestly. <laughs> it's actually starting to slow down. I mean, we, we are, are literally it's, the definition of a slow news week. Well, yeah. to be fair, it is. It is like a month away for BDSP. So once that happens, yeah. one, I assume the Legends RCS news is just going to ramp up after that. Yes, uh, because they're going to try to hype that game up. As much as they can. Because it's coming out in January of all times. Really weird. Yeah, it's really weird. Well, I think that's an issue for a lot of people because of COVID. Like, um, 
uh this is this is just like going back to like thatch time thatch passions and explaining but like yeah. uh, wizards of the coast D and D products. They they wanted to launch a new book bundle. Yeah. Um. This Christmas, but they couldn't, so it's launching in January as well. Yeah. Well, <laughs> because they, of the think... COVID supply chain. Oh. Okay. That makes totally sense. I was <laughs> going to a... say that uh, I've I've noticed for a couple of years um, that some video game companies do prefer to launch games in January because it's like like a vacuum since it's after Christmas. People are like, uh, there's not much out there new. And uh, they were releasing, starting to release like games in early January and February, but the whole COVID thing sounds like it. Yeah, and there might be yep. like multiple reasons for why it's being released in January. I just think they wanted BDSP to get all the Christmas sales, and because this is more experimental. Oh, I think, I think the, I think BDSP is one hundred percent a safety net. Exactly, exactly. They wanted to do a safe, uh, a safe remake before they saw if their like crazy new ideas were good. Because honestly, I think the remake idea is kind of boring at this point, especially if they're going to get to the point where like we're going to get quote unquote like virtual console type stuff. Who cares about the remakes, right? Like I, I, I'm i OK with just having whatever, because especially like the grid based ones, it makes it really hard to do that in 3D. It's just it's it's just a pain in the butt. So I don't blame them, especially if they're going to give yeah. us new cool things. I'm all for Pokemon Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, all right, so on to some Pokemon actual Monster news. Hunter of the Wild, you know, like, I'm very here for that. Yeah. So, uh, the Pokemon, Pokemon 25, the album has finally released. I was unaware that it hadn't. Yeah. Uh, wait, uh, but I thought, what songs does this have? Because if it doesn't have Honor Away to Viridian City, I'm just not. I, in. no, I, I'm going to be, that. it's, it's not, not. it's really disappointing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the album's actually really disappointing. Uh, it, it, it's more like a compilation. Yeah. It's, it's such a, like a really weird thing because none of it has, it's all like vaguely Pokemon. <laughs> it's like the sparkling water of Pokemon, just Pokemon with a hint of Pokemon. It's music with a hint of Pokemon. Yes. Uh, maybe like less than a hint. <laughs> You're just like, are you sure this water is flavored? That's the, that's kind of how it feels. Also, also they absolutely 100% missed out on the opportunity to uh they they missed out on the opportunity to put 25 songs on the Pokemon 25 album. And <laughs> that is astonishingly bad. They really yeah. should have done that. <laughs> right? They did like that's my I think that's my biggest problem with I that album. I feel like album. they could have gotten more people to do it too. You know, Ariana Grande has a tattoo of Eevee on her uh Right? Like I am I'm surprised Ariana Grande did not make it. But yeah, it's like 14 songs and it's there barely any of them have anything to do with Pokémon. And wow. it's very confusing. One of them is a Hootie and the Blowfish cover by Post Malone. And wow. It, yeah, it's uh good for him. I'm here for it. That's fine. J Balvin, love his track, Love Phases by Jax Jones. Love Art Show by Tara. There's some bops, you know, there's something for everyone too. Cause it's pretty diverse. It's alright. It's alright. It's like, it's, it's an okay album. I wouldn't yeah, be like- Yeah, go listen to, find like the two songs you're gonna like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> I, it's just such like a weird album that didn't need to exist. Like this is a really bad and weird marketing thing, I feel like. I think it worked though because like they got some big names that made some like really weird things that like they got a lot of attention. I'm just surprised who they associated with on this one, honestly. Like I never honestly, thought Pokemon- same. 
I never thought Pokemon would be like, yeah, Post Malone. Why not? Like, yeah, I know you used to call me on my cell phone, but like, like, very that, like, I'm like, interesting, interesting choices. Yeah. I'm more upset that they didn't like do any covers of an actual Pokemon song. Like, that's the biggest thing. Like, they could have, they could have just had like one cover of like the Pokemon theme song on this album and we're good. You know? But it's it's whatever. It's fine. We're done. Yeah, I appreciate what they were going for. They did something different, you know? <laughs> they tried. Yeah. Yeah, it's they different. Tri- I I wonder if the PR team just had, like, a bunch of, like, Katy Perry and Post Malone fans on it. And it was just like, yeah, this is a really good idea. We promise. Yeah, let's get them. Yeah, I don't know. That's very... Yeah, I'm very curious. The thing is, po- Pokemon is literally 25 years old. Plenty of people who are artists and adults enjoyed it at some point you know so yeah oh absolutely absolutely i i would believe that everybody on this album was actually a pokemon fan i would too <laughs> i would believe that uh but yes go ahead jushiro give us this next piece of course although not been officially announced signage indicates that the shiny sassian and sama senta which i've always have problem pronouncing will be released through serial code at gamestop beginning october 22 keep an eye out this uh as an official announcement i'm just really surprised that gamestop is still a thing uh yeah uh, know, well right? their stock prices are actually really high right now well yes yes that, there is that <laughs> it's, a jo- it's a joke uh there has been an official announcement since p mcgee has actually written this and that uh and between the time P. McGee filled up this uh, sheet and uh, us recording the show, uh, Shiny Zacian will be available at GameStop for people who own Pokemon Shield only um, hmm. from October twenty oh, so second. Yeah, from October twenty second yeah. to November eleventh, and then Shiny Zamazenta is available from November twelfth to the twenty sixth, only for Pokemon Sword. However. Um, if you are a patron of Puckle at the proper level, we will be giving these out starting in early November, um, only because I'm going on vacation next week and I don't want to like have to run the bot remotely, which is very hard to do. Mm. So we will be distributing those in early in early uh, November for all of you. The shiny Zashin and shiny Zamazenta. Stay tuned as, as we get them. So keep an eye out for that. They're kind of pretty. I like them. I, I lost my Switch, uh, or it got stolen. I don't know. It just doesn't appear. So I kind of lost all my shinies, lost everything, because I had it not in the bank, but in the Actually, game. I think there's a way to somewhat recover that. Well, no, because you can't cloud save Pokemon. So yeah, Yes. Yeah, I'm done. So I need to go back and start collecting all of it all over again, which yeah. is exciting. <laughs> it's, it's both exciting and terrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The, the tears were coming out. But anyway, it's still exciting. It's still exciting. Yeah. All right, Sublime, tell us this next part. I mean, for the two of you that were into it, Pokemon Cafe Remix uh, <laughs> is coming out on the 28th of October. So, you know. I like that P. McGee wrote that this is technically news. <laughs> uh, he's not wrong. I'm confused why that's not on your phone. Why is it just for the Switch? That's so weird to me. Uh, something that didn't make it here is that Series 11 uh, was announced for uh, Swish. Series 11, which starts in November, it's going to follow. It's going to be literally the same thing that we are now with Pokemon, where you can have one restricted. However, Dynamax right. does return, um, which is probably a big womp womp for a lot of people. Uh, I, you guys weren't here when I discussed it, but uh, it turned so there were three times where they saw a bump in the VGC and BSS ladders mm-hmm. on the uh, in terms of player numbers. 
right. uh, during the lifetime of Sword and Shield. There are three times. I'm going to tell you the three times. One, when Isle of Armor came out, there was a bump. Two, when Crown Tundra came out, there was a bump. And the third time was when they re- got rid of Dynamax from the rule set. <laughs> oh, wow. that's so funny <laughs> isn't that hilarious uh, Honestly, wow, yes. wow wow it's almost like people don't want it yeah it's almost mm. like we had better options before yeah uh, it's fine let's not talk about that uh i'm not gonna we're not gonna talk about it we're not gonna talk i just wanted to mention that everybody has you have facts you have facts that you can use it's fine mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about some pokemon go now because it's uh spooky yeah. month Oops, and there's spooky. plenty to talk. It's spoopy month. Uh, Halloween Mischief event is now active and is running until October 31st. Galarian Slowking, Pumpkaboo, Gorgeist, Phantom, and Trevenant are now available. Pikachu, Piplup, and Driftblim in Halloween attire that can also be shiny. That's fine. We don't need that. Yeah. Uh, event runs in two parts. Both events will have two times transfer candies, two times catch candies, two times hatch candy, and a guaranteed candy XL when walking with your buddy. There will be Lavender Town music at night each day. Oh, that's kind of cute. That is adorable. If you play with anything on, all right? Like- <laughs> Part one releases Galarian Slowking through research and unlocks a stage at the Misunderstood Mischief Special Research. Various other spooky Pokemon will have higher appearance rates during the event in the wild, raids, and in eggs. And that runs from October 15th until October 22nd. Mm. Part 2 releases Pumpkaboo, Gorgeist, Phantom, and Trevenant, as well as th- another stage of the Misunderstood Mischief Special Research. Um, the Misunderstood Mischief is the part to get Hoopa. Um, I think Hoopa Unbound at this point. It gets it, it'll be at the end. Um, various other but different spooky Pokemon will also have a higher appearance rate, raids, appearances, and appear more frequently in eggs, blah, blah, blah. And that runs from the 22nd until the 31st. Nice. Uh, which is, which I'm is all in exciting. for Halloween events and all games, so please... Enjoy. Yes, make everything Halloween. Halloween yes. all the time. Yes, yes. Halloween, Hall- Halloween's just like I don't know. If you, it's like a feel good holiday. It's not like it's the I best holiday. It's the I don't know if best. Holiday. I don't know about best. It's I feel like they're all holiday. they're all good in their own ways. It's high up there though. It Halloween is just it's oh it's, it's top tier. It's top it's tier. Top tier. Yeah. It's it's just a time for everyone who likes spooky stuff and everyone who just likes to dress up Absolutely. and everyone who just likes candy and there's just a little bit for everyone halloween halloween is top tier it's like it's definitely top tier up there with christmas mm-hmm. and uh and or whatever holiday you you, you celebrate in the winter Right. Honestly, I think we should just get rid of November as a month, <laughs> extend December by half the time, extend October by half the time, just more Halloween, more Christmas. <laughs> Those are the only two that people want. You would love Puerto Rico Sublime because Christmas starts- <laughs> I would, I would. Uh, I'm not, I mean, I'd rather have like three months of October, but yeah. I get that not everyone wants that. Christmas starts in October in Puerto Rico. It doesn't end until early February. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's move on. Sublime, I'll let you finish. Well, Niantic's doing some more stuff because, you know, they're they're always busy over there. So they've got a new feature coming to Pokemon Go, and that is the ability to power up a Pokestop or a gym. And you do this by scanning it in AR. And so when a Pokestop is powered up, it gives better items and rarer items, but only lasts a certain amount of time. Uh, the higher the level, the better the benefits and the longer it will last. And they're testing it in New Zealand for level 20 or higher players. It'll be coming to the U.S. later this year, though. So, you know. We'll see how that goes. All right. And that's going to be it for the news. I don't think there's a lot of Puckle news other than the Zacian and Zamazenta shiny stuff that's coming in November. And you know you want it. 
that will be a Patreon mm-hmm. exclusive thing, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because I don't like being yelled at. <laughs> uh. um, well, I, I, we we do those things, and then like people come into the Discord and they get very entitled. Mm-hmm. Um, because those bots aren't stable, they go down a lot. Um, and then somebody will come in and be like, why is the bot down? And they'll tag me like three times and ask me why. And I'll be at work. <laughs> Uh, so I, yeah. I don't like that. So it'll be a Patreon yeah, You know, thing. even if darks are your favorite type of Pokemon, don't be a Karen. Okay, <laughs> be something else. <laughs> on that note, though, uh, we're going to go ahead and switch it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Oh, hi, and welcome to the Pokey Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz our co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Mark, here to explain the rules. Our fabulous co-hosts will work as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that fans have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more, for a total of seven points. The host can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct and do not use the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on Pokemon knowledge. Thank you for that introduction. So you all know the rules from that. We're going to go ahead and jump right in. Our first question is going to come this week from Sly. And he wants to know what two Pokemon in the same family are next to each other in the national decks, but have an evolutionary stage in between them. Huh. So it's uh, two Pokemon that are next to each other in the in the national decks, but there is an evolutionary stage in between them. Who are they? Oh, that's interesting. Oh. Okay. It sounds like someone who was just one Pokemon and then it had a baby and an evolution after the fact. Okay, so it's like a f- beginning form and a final form. Oh, yeah, it does sound like it would be like a baby stage after the fact. Yeah. But it's between them, so it can't be. That's what I mean. That's that's the question, though, right? That mm-hmm. it, it has a initial and a final, but it has an evolution in between. But it's in a different Pokedex. I would yeah, assume it means that the weird. that the middle one started out first. It was the original, and then they made a baby and an evolution after the fact. So that's just to confirm that we're understanding the question correct. These Pokemon are yeah. from the same line, but they're not like direct. One evolves into the other. Yes, they're all part of the same line, but one of them. Oh, the I think I figured it out. I think, no, wait, no, that can't be it. I was thinking it might be Cosmo one because there's two final forms, but like, no, we're thinking of a middle form that's missing and it would not be that. Hmm. Never mind. Back to the drawing board. Dang. Uh, I'm thinking like maybe Chansey because then Blissey and. But Chansey would be the one that should be missing then. Right. Because it's in its different. Because Chansey's the middle stage. Right. Isn't that the question? Yes. Well, no, because Chansey, Blissey, and Happiny are all in different parts of the decks. Oh, Happiny and Blissey are in different... Happiny's Gen 4, Blissey is Gen 2, and then okay. Chansey's Gen 1. Then they no, are yeah. nowhere near each other in the national decks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a weird question. Oh, no, not that. Mm. This is a surprisingly challenging question. <laughs> yeah, and soon Q, that's the saying. Yeah, I think my, bri- my Poke knowledge brain has gone from insane to inane. <laughs> I need an answer. You do have the hint, but I don't know if you want to use it on question one. I don't know that I want to use the hint on question one. Ugh. Yeah. I wish I knew the type at least or something. Mm. 
Mm, what do you want to hit on? Well, do you want the hint or do you want to just give me an answer? I don't have an answer. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hit yourself. Oh, That's what I think. Oh, I'm so, I'm gonna feel so dumb. I you're don't gonna want hit that. yourself. I don't want to hit myself. I, maybe we should take the hint. Yeah, it's too embarrassing at this point. Yeah, you know what? Just give us the hint. I can't be bothered. This is a grass poison type Pokemon. Oh. And the middle evolution's in Gen 3. Oh, wait. Oh, it's Roserade and um Badoo. Because Roselia was the middle stage, which came first, not after. But that's what I was saying, yeah. Before, and then they added- She sure had the right train of thought. That is correct, yeah. though. It is, it is Butter and Ros- <laughs> Roserade. That is the only Pokemon to ever gain both a pre-evolution and an evolution in the same generation. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. They should do it more often. I think we're done with that, honestly, outside of, like, yeah, the know. regional evolutions, because they don't want to, like, break things. And no more babies, please. Can't be bothered. What are they going to break? They're not, like, they're not including anything anymore, so, like, just add what you want. I, I call it the Ethiolite problem. <laughs> That's what I call it. I mean, honestly, if it got too bad, they'd just get rid of Eviolite. They've gotten rid of other things. They should. They honestly should. Like, yeah, like, if you can get rid of some other, like, yeah, like, you can get rid, if you can get rid of Hidden Power, you can get rid of Eviolite. All right, moving on. Next question, though, is going to come to you from the British Gent. Ah, sir. Oh, wait, do you want a manga question or an anime question? Maybe we won't do the British Gent, because he he asked a manga question. Never never read the manga, so I, I mean... I read only yellow, red, uh, the first Okay, you went the anime question. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Our odds are slightly better there. In the Pokemon anime, what is the first Pokemon to explicitly demonstrate an ability? The fact that a Pokemon is using its ability is remarked upon. This Pokemon, I will give you the free hint because I think this is a very hard question. Yes. Was also revealed very, was revealed prior to its generation Hmm. in the anime. And in a color that's not available in the game. Oh, that's weird. I'm feeling Blaziken. I feel like I remember the episode because I made a mental note. I do remember recalling like, oh, they finally called back to abilities uh, in the show. They referenced it. But I do Must not have been recall. Brock, huh? I bet it was Brock. Someone referenced an, an actual ability from the game. It was during a gym battle, I think it was. And... Not series one, it was way after in the anime. I just don't remember the Pokemon on the place, but I know when it happened. For whatever reason, I'm thinking a rock type, but I don't know. Oh, maybe it's Roxanne. Maybe. Because abilities were introduced in Generation 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, the thing is, it couldn't be, because I don't think Nosepass was revealed before, like, the rest of Gen 3. That That's kind of... The episode this Pokemon, this Pokemon was revealed in... Also had, uh, two of them were in that episode. One was the color that we got, and the other one was a color we didn't get of this Pokemon. Oh, um, hmm. Now I'm more confused. And they had the worst names. They had the worst nicknames. Oh my gosh. Oh. Like, absolutely the worst. This is a, this is also a weird Pokemon in its generation. It's kind of special. There's a finite number of them that you can catch. A finite number of them that you can catch? Yeah, in the game. That they're that they're introduced in. In generation three. Need a special item to get them. You're being extra generous, Thatch. I appreciate it. Oh, maybe it's um well it sounds Ooh. really hard. Ooh. Wait, it needs a special item to get them, and you can only get them uh, a couple of times. Gen yep. three. 
Yep. This all sounds so freaking familiar. Oh my gosh. I can't give you any more. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, I don't recall. I'm so sorry. What's limited in Gen 3? In Gen yeah. 3? That's not like a legend, you know? Yeah. Snor- uh, uh, what's the, the, the pre-evolution of Snorlax? Uh, Munchlax. That's Munchlax. I thought that was Gen 4, though. That's Gen 4? <laughs> that is Gen 4. I don't know. I give up. We've been terrible today. I need you to give me any kind of guess. Just give me a give me a name. Give me a Pokemon. Ooh, Puccina. <laughs> Puccina is it's not that. <laughs> is incorrect. The answer is Kecleon. Oh, that ugly thing. Oh, that's the same damn trainer I was thinking too, because he had a Blaziken, didn't he? He did, but it was actually. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. It was. It was then he, but uh, Kecleon actually uh, was introduced like way earlier than that, like right after. Ash got like his fifth gym badge in Johto. There's like an episode where they're on blimps and there's like a purple mm. Kecleon and a green Kecleon mm. running around. And we never got the purple Kecleon. Oh, see, I haven't seen that. I don't remember that. That's a, I remember that episode and being like, that's weird. That was back when like they used to give us like the cool like things in the anime. Like, oh, here's a new Pokemon in the anime before it came out. Yeah. yeah. Like when they introduced Don Fan before Gen 2 went out. Or Meryl. We love a Meryl moment. I, I, it's probably when, like, Pokemon actually, like, knew what they were, like, thinking of marketing-wise and th- instead of just being, like, annual release, annual release. It was a different yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, next question is uh, your Pokedex entry question. I'm going to give you a Pokedex entry. You let me know what Pokemon that is. You, If you get it wrong on the first guess, I'll get you a second entry. If you get it right on the first guess, you get two points. Okay. We need it. So, this one is going to come to you from Skullmane Banky. Its Ultra Sun Pokedex entry states, while it has powerful jaws, it doesn't care for disputes, so it rarely has a chance to display their might. Who's that Pokemon? Hmm. Well, his powerful Ultra jaw make, makes me think that Ultra it's... Moon. Are the fossils? How many is the... Um... I don't think any of the fossils wouldn't care for a dispute that have a powerful jaw. Mm. I personally like you know, the first thing I think of is Tyrantrum, and, and I Me feel like too. Tyrantrum enjoys a dispute. To be honest, yes, that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah, uh, who else has powerful jaws? Who is known for bites? What about Bruxish? Bruxish, oof, I don't know anything about that one. Uh, as in Pokemon Pokedex wise, I don't know either. But I feel like that one has a good jaw, right? Oh. I don't think it's known for having a good jaw. Yeah, I don't think that's what its Pokedex entry would be about either. Yeah. But it's Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, um... Powerful jaw, won't do it because it can't be bothered to fight. Can't be bothered. Can't be bothered. So who's lazy and has a powerful jaw? That's what I'm saying. Myself, but that's another <laughs> <story>. <laughs> Uh, snap. Oh, man. Powerful jaw, lazy... The only thing that's coming to mind is the slacking line, but I don't think that's it. Let's guess Bruxish, just because it's uh, it's from that era, you know. So maybe. Yeah. I'm either thinking that or like Sandile. I need an Sandile. answer right now. I'm d- I'm gonna take your next answer. Sandile. Okay, let's go with Sandile. Sandile is incorrect. Oh. Your next entry. All right, give us another. It's Ultra Moon Pokedex entry states. These oh, are God. both these are both entries not from its original generation. Although it's popular with young people, this Pokemon is timid and sensitive, so it's totally incompetent as a watchdog. 
Oh, oh. Watchdog. I'm starting to think it might be maybe a Gramble. This Pokemon's not in Sword and Shield. This Pokemon's not in Sword and Shield. Okay. So it's a dog. I'm thinking maybe Gramble. Oh, yes. Gramble is very lazy looking. He got that pug face. You know, he can't be bothered, but he got that giant jaw. Giant jaw. You're right. Giant yes. jaw. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm gonna go with that. That makes logical sense. Gramble is correct. Oof, yeah. Nice okay. Thank you, dog. Especially with the popular with young people. He's like, oh, I see it now. I see it now. Yeah. You guys are two for three. So our next question is going to be from the one and only Professor Snag. Ooh, Professor Snag. There are three answers. For each answer, I will give you a point. You will have two strikes and then you're out. Or I guess three strikes and then you're out. You get two wrong answers. The third wrong answer means you're done. Okay. So in every mainline Pokemon game, including Let's Go, you have a starter Pokemon, which might evolve during the game. Might. Hopefully it does. Including Mega Evolutions, what types have the starter Pokemon never been? Oh. There are three answers. Eevee does not count, by the way. Yeah. Okay, thank you. That's good. That's good information. Okay, so if Eevee does not count, then normal. Eevee's not a real starter. Get out of here. Yeah. If there's not a choice between the three, don't talk to me, they said. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so normal. Yeah. We've never had a normal. Have you ever had an electric? If Eevee doesn't count, I'm assuming Pikachu doesn't count either. Ooh. Well, that depends on the rules, because if Eevee doesn't count, yeah, Pikachu shouldn't. So, yeah, we don't have an electric. Pika- Pikachu counts. Pikachu counts. Okay, so Pikachu counts. Well, I mean, if Eevee don't count, why is Pikachu count? Yellow version. <laughs> okay, sure, okay, that's we'll say true. That. That's true. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, because when Eevee's your starter in Let's Go, it can't evolve anyway, so. That is true. That is true. And that was dumb as well. So yeah, so then it would be a normal, it would be... Do we have a rock? I feel like we do. Do we? Oh, Okay. There are four answers that if we don't include Eevee, I see what he did. Never mind. So normal counts. Okay. Got it. There are four answers. So we'll give you the normal. Normal is correct. We'll give you that one. Okay. Yeah, I feel like Rock. I don't think Rock has one. Yeah, I don't think we have a Rock starter. Uh, are you locking that in? Do you want to lock it in, Sam? Uh, uh, um, maybe? I don't recall. I mean, yeah, uh, we're talking like regular types of starters, right? Yeah, yeah starter types, yeah. Wait, are we missing like a Mega? Let me just go over like the Megas in my mind real quick. Megas in- okay. are included, yes. Yeah, that's why. And it's like, did something gain a type that I'm not thinking about? I don't think anything gains. I don't gains think so. Not Rock. rock. Yeah, I don't think anything Is Rock one rock. of them? Uh, Rock is correct. Yes. Uh, so that's okay. two. There are two more. I only need one more and you get all three points. Okay. okay. Let's see. Poison. Here. Do we have a poison starter? Venusaur. Yes, of course. Venusaur. Venusaur. Yeah. Mm, we have a ghost. We have a fairy. I'm thinking ice. Do we not have an ice? They've never yeah. let you have yeah, you're ice. Right. Yeah, let's do ice. Ice. Ice is correct. That is three points. They know it's such garbage defensively they couldn't. They just know they couldn't. <laughs> the other one you didn't get, get it was bug. I was going to guess bug next. Yeah. 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 So that, but that is correct. Uh, so that, that is three points. So you guys are five Ooh. for four. Your next question is your base deck question as always. And this one is going to come to you from Gliscor Gamer. What grass type Pokemon has the lowest attack stat of grass type Pokemon? 
Oh man, the type I. Oh, use. I bet it's ferroseed. No. <laughs> I bet it's ferroseed. You think it's ferroseed? I would definitely physical attack. You say this is physical attack. Oh, physical attack. Um, <sighs> physical attack. Um, oh, you know, Sunkern has terrible everything. That is true. Is there a special attacking that we might be forgetting that has like stupid low attack, but we don't care because it only uses special yeah. moves? I can't think of one that would be like the lowest, right? But I know like Sunkern is like 30 across the board. Mm, yeah. Which is real bad. <laughs> These are final evolutions, or it's like could be any of the evolution line batch. I mean, lowest attack of all grass type Pokemon. It can be anything. Okay. okay. What about Badoo? Since grass type. Oh, Badoo. I thought you said Badoof. Sorry. No, no, no. But, uh, Badoo. You gotta work with my accent here. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Badoof because I have Gen 4 on the brain. Mm. Uh, what do you think, Sublime? I feel like those are both really good choices. I don't know. I don't know this one. So, yeah, whichever. Pick something. I need you to pick something. Let's go with Badoo. Badoo. Badoo and Sunkern are both tied and unfortunately both incorrect. Aww. There is one lower than them. They are tied for second lowest with a number of other Well, Pokemon. second lowest is pretty good. Cottony has a base attack of 27. Right. Whimsicott, how could you Whimsicott. betray us like that? Yep. Dang. The next Pokemon are <laughs> Sunkern, Badoo, Lotad, and Bonsweet all have 30. Oh, so wow. close. And then Hopip, Cheruby, Petil, Pet, Petlil, I always get that one wrong, and Moralol are at 35. So that gives you guys five points today for everything. Could have been worse. I feel like that's the average. Is uh, actually pretty good, so you're, that's not too bad. That actually uh, that actually does uh, does change up the sta- standings pretty well, actually. Ooh. Everybody's still pretty low, because we reset not too long ago. <laughs> so... Tied for first place, we have Seth Vilo and Sublime with 12 Ooh, points. Nice. Tied for third, we have Whimsicott and Mark with 10 points. In fifth place, we have Linian with seven. In sixth place, we have Arsigma with six. And tied for seventh, we have Claude Nine and Jushiro with five. Yeah. Everybody else has yet to get on the board. So that's, uh, there you go. We're getting it. We're getting pretty close there. Aye. All right, that is going to be it for Puckles Pokey Quiz. We will have more for you next week, so be ready for that. On that note, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. Hey guys, if you haven't already, be sure to check out our Patreon. Everybody at the $10 tier plus will be getting physical green Taurus badges once we hit $850 a month. Once we do that, yeah, we can do a host of other things. It helps out the show. But if you can't do it, don't worry about it. We just appreciate you guys listening to the show. So we're going to kick it on over now to the Pokemon of the episode. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be all of the uh, previews, previews and question mark of BDSP. It, it is a, an odd preview that happened this week. I watched a couple of them because all of the outlets got them at the same time, but they were all like five minutes long because it's it's such a weird thing that happened. They usually do this beforehand. They let people come in and play the game for like 45 minutes to 90 minutes. Yeah. Then they can ask questions to the developers or, or not really the developers, the PR staff that's letting them play. Here are some things that uh, that we got out of it. None of these are surprising, by the way, because all of this was announced beforehand. And I just wanted to kind of go over it. 
and we can talk about uh well so they said this was a faithful remake with like gen 5 or gen 8 quality of life updates they like they were just like oh you can access the pokemon bo- pc box forever okay that makes sense that was a good quality of life upgrade that definitely sure was. Because who needs to go to a Pokemon Center to access the PC? Not really. That's not like something it. to be complimented. That's something that should be expected. And then they said autosave returns. However, just like Sword and Shield, you're going to see this just like Sword and Shield statement very often. Autosave can be disabled. That way you can properly do your Nuzlocks and everything. You can you can do that. Experience share affects all the Pokemon in the po- party, just like Sword and Shield. Yeah. And also, just like Sword and Shield cannot be disabled. I really didn't mind that. I don't know what the... I, I don't mind it. The only thing that worries me is so Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire had a problem with that. Yeah. Where uh, it was definitely built so that you didn't have that kind of experience share. And so you can overlevel the trainers very easily built with experience share on. Yeah. In Gen 6. And it looks so far like they have not like made any adjustments to any of the trainers. Mm. in in diamond and pearl in bdsp um it looks like they're using their diamond and pearl stats and not like the enhanced platinum stats which also people are up in in an uproar about Hmm. (laughs) which i'm just like guys have you not paid attention to pokemon (laughs) right (laughs) in the past forever because they made several comments about auras and how they wanted to just make it ruby and sapphire and not make it emerald right so this one basically they wanted diamond and pearl but not uh platinum yeah we'll see we probably will get some kind of platinum hint at the end like I, I imagine there's something akin episode. to the Delta episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, I imagine there's something akin to a to a Delta episode at the end, just like Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. There's no way they make it like pure remake remake, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there's definitely going to be something. The, the thing that has been semi-controversial that I'm not too worried about for a number of reasons, and I kind of want to discuss it with you guys, is that uh, TMs are returning to single use. I heard. Oh, that's not convenient. Yeah, it's a true remake, but should it be? Well, so it's like it's like Gen 8. Gen 8, like I would say most of the TMs, the proper TMs in Gen 8 were awful. And then the TRs had all the good moves. Like um, Earthquake, for literally all of the existence of Pokemon up to Gen 7, was always TM26. It right. no longer is TM26 mm. in Gen 8. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that change, personally. Yeah, I don't like the TR switch. I get that there's pros and cons to it. I don't like it. I don't have an issue with it, but I am also coming from, like, a position of privilege as, like, somebody that people want to play Pokemon with. Right, yeah. When you have lots of people to play Pokemon, it's kind of like a... Nowadays, it feels like a cheat. Because I can play Pokemon, so, like, I just played a bunch of raids with a bunch of people. I have all of the TRs I could ever want. Also, p- other people... But for somebody who's just, like, playing on their own and doesn't have a community like we do, I can see that being an issue. I think the inference is that it might be something you can, like, quote-unquote, mine in the underground. It sounds like... They, they said it was going to be easily replenishable. It's not going to be, like, one per file like it was back in Gen 4. Hey, I got to say... Wait a second. If they're tying it to the underground, sign me up, because that's, like, my favorite thing about the... Oh, the, the underground? Four, I think four. the underground's going to be, like, the number one thing for a lot of stuff. Yeah. I love the underground. I can't get enough of it. That looks like how you're going to get a lot of Pokemon that weren't in the Diamond and Pearl decks. Right. Um, but are in the original 493. There still hasn't been a confirmation if like the if it's going to go beyond the 493. Mm. Because I, I still see a world in which you can transfer the stuff from Legends Arceus to Swish. I think so, too. If we can do it from Go, come on. Why wouldn't they do it with Arceus? I think they should do it for Swish anyway, so that you could see Weird Deer in the VGC championships or something. Yeah. I'm hoping I have my fingers crossed. Like, I'm 
I'm like pessimistically hoping if that makes sense. Right. (laughs) Like, like I want this to happen and I think there's reasons for it to happen, but if it doesn't happen, I don't want to be sad. Yeah. That's where I am with everything Pokemon, you know? I mean, if they did it and they finished out the, they finished out the national decks and sword and shield by the time gen nine came out, I would have a lot of faith restored in them as a company. Mm, Um, Well, like, okay. So let's say that they do that, which I would appreciate. Let's that that would be a best case scenario. I think it's a good olive branch. Let's take about let's think of it this way though. We know that uh, like I would assume that the next game to come out is going to be Gen Nine, right? Absolutely. So that means we had out of how long was Gen Eight? How many years was Gen Eight? Like three? I I like so we'd get it for like maybe like less than a year, a year tops. I I'm not, I'm not compelled by that. I, I think the reason we didn't get the stuff in Sword and Shield was because there were developmental development issues. Which is probably definitely true of even Legends Arceus and BDSP. So I believe there were issues getting the models properly ported over. Like when they dropped the models and everybody was like going over like the hashtag Game Freak Lied stuff. Yeah. They, I think it was, I think if you look at some of the models, some of them are like slightly different, just slightly. And I honestly think that's because they had the original files and couldn't import them into whatever new software properly. And they literally remade them. <laughs> And that's why you see this. I, I, I kid you not. That's what, that's 100% my belief. Okay. My belief is that there's always going to be production issues at this point because of like, they're pro- like, I think the, they need a year off. Frequently. I think they exactly. need a year off to like catch their breath. Yeah. Yeah. Like, honestly, for me, BDSP, I'm, I have zero enthusiasm about it. Like, if I play it, I play it. Uh, part of it being a true remake is like, okay, well, I already did the first. Why am I doing it again? Exactly. But like, the other thing is, it feels yeah. very Pokemon Madden 2021. Mm-hmm. You're not is wrong. where we're at with these yearly releases. It you know I I don't think the yearly release cycle is beneficial at this point. The problem is it's still selling, right? Like Sword and Shield sure, are going to sure. sell are, are exactly. going to break gold and silver numbers. Yeah, like that that's going to happen. We the best we can the best outcome we can um pray for would be that eventually they get the message that instead of just putting out a game every year, just do more DLCs, like update the game. Right? It's too profitable. I mean, that would help. That would help. Yeah, just, I think that should help. Just because then you're not developing a full game, you're just doing a section. Exactly. And I think, I mean, I think Crown Tundra and Isle of Armor were some of the best things to come out. There's a lot of criticism on Sw- um, um, Swish, um, and I understand that. I personally think it's one of the best. I love it. Um, and but DLCs were one of the things that everyone has to agree in some way or matter that that was we were really doubtful that DLCs were like when they announced that it's going to have DLCs there was some negativity around yeah, yeah. it and then suddenly it became like no shit this is really good we should they should keep doing this and uh no they really should I mean I'd rather have that than a third version like yes. genuinely I'd rather have that than a third version I think the DLC did a very good job. I think it showed us what it could have been. I, I still, like, I don't know. It just keeps, we keep coming back to this story of like, oh, this feels rushed. Yeah. Yeah, because they have to, like, constantly produce because it makes too much money. Yeah. they. Are, you know what? Pokemon is hashtag suffering from success. It, it kind of is. I mean, this happens with a lot of businesses, too. It it's does. just when you start getting to a certain size. Too big. It's just really hard to make that transition. And I would, I would even argue like it, it comes down to some people's managements as well. And I don't want to like call any of them out because yeah, they do work cons, really hard. Like, yeah. We are getting a Pokemon game basically every year. Yeah. I mean, how many, and not just one, they've been really uh, ramping up the production of other games. I feel mm-hmm. like consistently every, like we've got Legends of Arceus in January, 
Personally, the Pokemon game I was most excited for this year already came out, and it was the new Pokemon Snap, yeah. which is uh, amazing. <laughs> to get into that stuff. Right, like, they, they keep having so many things, and it was good. It was good DLC, and it was free. Thank you. I mean, that's a different developer. It's not Game Freak. This is a different developer as well, is it not? Yeah, okay, so kind of. I want to know, I kind of wonder if it's kind of like a, uh, a Creatures Inc. type deal. Where we have Creatures Inc. who's just like, yeah, we run support for Pokemon, essentially. I think it's more like a, like a Smash Brothers deal where it's, uh, with Bandai. Um, wait, Namco, mm, sorry. Maybe. Uh, where it's like... My only worry is that the company that's doing it is Ilka. And the, I believe the only game that Ilka has under its belt, and we're going to put game very loosely, <laughs> is Pokemon Home. Mm, okay. I see. They they built a menu software, menu management software, and let's be honest, it's not like the best right management software. And so it's like it, it's it's yeah. I I want to know because like they also still have Junichi Masuda like as running as producer on that title as well, for better or for worse. I really feel bad for Junichi Masuda because I I kind of feel like what happened with him was he really put his heart and soul in like black and white. And then that just got shot down when it came out because it was trying to do a soft reboot. And I don't think people really want a soft reboot of Pokemon and which I think is a fair criticism of the game at the time. But yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Oh, no. So Ilka actually worked on things other than um, the poor management software that is uh, Pokemon Home. They have worked on Metal Gear Rising. Okay. uh, Yakuza Zero. Oh, that's that's a great game. Okay, that's a okay. great game. Yeah, that's a very pretty game. Near Automa, also a great um, Ace, game. Ace Combat Seven, Skies Unknown. I don't play jet fighters, but I understand they're good. And Dragon Quest Eleven, bro. They have a legit. Wow. Okay, that's a good. Okay, that's a good so you resume. Know, you know. Yeah, that's a legit resume. We're talking that's about good really resume, good actually. games in there. Yeah. You know what? I don't feel bad anymore. Never mind. Uh, this episode has yeah. changed my mind on Ilka. Minus, I, I just think they're bad at like menu management. Yeah, they're software. bad at management, but at least their game history but is pretty good. They might be able to make a game. Yeah, yeah. So good for them. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay with it because I wonder if like if not TPCI or game maybe TPCI or Game Freak is going to try to uh, pivot in that direction. I, I think there's definitely something to be said like. Hey, about the direction they're going and i mean one i wish they were more transparent about it like i would really love like a mult like you know how we get like the marvel cinematic universe timeline like hey we're gonna release these movies in like the next three years yes yes yeah i want that for pokemon yeah this is the plan in the next three we'll three see. years yeah i want a longer term plan than here's the next game you right. know what i mean mm-hmm. because i want to know what they're trying to do because at this point i don't know like I don't know how many people are like us. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always wonder that. How many Pokemon fans are like the ultra Pokemon fans that we are? Mm, that's that's a that's a nice question. And maybe not how many, but like what's the percentage? I imagine a lot of people listening to this show are like in that group as well. Yeah. I, I, I want to know what like the percentage is. Like there are 20 million copies sold or whatever of Pokemon Sword and Shield. And Pokemon Sword is like way outnumbering Shield, by the way, because they did a really bad job splitting that up in my opinion but <laughs> i really want to know what the uh what the choices are there in, in my gamer life there's been one recent switch um pardon the pun 
where I didn't realize me going that direction. If you would have asked me this five or six years, I would have told you, like, what are you talking about? It's ridiculous. And it's, I find myself coming back more to mobile games than these. No, one, I, t- I totally understand One that. time deal. Here's a game. Like, everyone always wanted. I want a game with everything there and nothing else. I don't want to buy DLC. And mm-hmm. I find that those games. Yeah, the landscape has just evolved so much. Exactly. Yeah. Those type of games, it's just you play once and you're done and then you never come back to it because it's. That's it. That you've did yeah. everything you did, and there's nothing else. And then the, these mobile games are coming up with monthly things like to keep you enticed and like new characters, new stuff. I wish console gaming would turn more towards that. Be careful what you wish for, though. <laughs> I think Pokemon's <laughs> taken steps towards that. To be fair, like I think Sword and Shield took steps towards that. Yeah, because I want a game where I can look forward to. Like, I'm for example, one of the games I'm really stuck is Marvel Strike Force. Now it's not a perfect game. I know that, but um, I'm really hooked on it. And the reason why I'm hooked on it is because a game that every month they introduce new characters, and it's always exciting to come back to those characters. Yeah, the curse of the gotcha. They kind of can do that with Pokemon, right? Uh, one thing with Pokemon they have been doing, yeah, is every time they have the seasons where the rules change uh, for the yeah, battle, well, and that's I been think, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think also just with the like the ability to add the Pokemon like they were doing, mm-hmm. where that would change things up because you got new poke, you got new toys to play with. Yeah. I think that was also very interesting. I want like the next one. I know people with the decks and all that. We're not going to get into that, but I uh, if uh, they plan to do the same thing where they were like. Uh, phase one, this is the first 150. Then phase two, this is the second 150. That, that, okay, you see all that. That's, I think that, I think literally a roadmap Mm -hmm. when they announced exit would have made a world of difference. I also think not putting it at the end of a treehouse randomly and not saying it anywhere else would have come off. Oh, that was intentional. They know what they were doing. I think it was a PR disaster. I, I still think because that happened and I think there is some like brand issues after that happens as well that's why because like tpci after that like moved in like right next door to actual nintendo or something like that or game freak did i i think it's because they want to watch the brand to make sure that the brand's not going to like do something stupid <laughs> no i honestly think so yeah i honestly think so you think nintendo has them on a shorter leash i think they probably did that's my that's my thought i think nintendo put I game mean, freak on a shorter leash yeah, yeah. I will say, like, my relationship to Pokemon changed after this generation. I would almost agree. Like, it's definitely not exactly the same. I think more so the reason, though, isn't even just, like, the Pokemon issue. It's more of the, the, it seems like deliberate choice they made in multiplayer in Sword and Shield, where the timer for Pokemon battles is maxed out at 20 minutes. Which is insane. I feel more casual than I used to be. And I feel like I was kind of pushed that direction by like a number of decisions. I think the decision that they made in Sword and Shield was more like, hey, we this is the way we want you to play. And they they essentially forced you into that. When Pokemon before, for whether they intended it or not, you could play pretty much any way you wanted to play. That those choices got limited in Sword and Shield. I, I think timer is probably the bigger issue for me because the thing I miss the most is being able to just do like six on six. Sure. Like the Pokemon missing, I think the only ones that I'm truly missing for competitive is like Gliscor right now. Um, I, I can't think of another one that's missing that I'm like, man, that sucks that it's not here. Maybe Breloom, but the, the poison. I, I miss Superior. I really miss a contrary Superior. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, sure. starters too. Right? Obviously. Yeah. But like those are the ones that I miss. And I would love to be able to play 6v6 competitive, but they obviously shut that down, 
which is insane to me because Kinda, even yeah. like yeah i it's insane to me not even just because it shuts not because it shuts like me out but because the entire game you go through you have six pokemon on your team you're playing that let's imagine you're an actual kid and you want to like play a 60v6 match with your friend because these are the pokemon you played the game through let's see who got the better team right so you go to do like a 6v6 battle with your friend but i mean even at that level like just casually like those matches can take more than 20 minutes and I think it's nonsense that they put a timer on that at 20 minutes and there's no way to shut that off. Yeah, I want to be a, a, a fly on the wall in whatever room that was decided. I don't understand the timer at all. I think it was more of a an oversight than a decision. But if it's an oversight, why haven't they fixed it? It seems like it's something they could remove That's out true. of the game out of an update. So. No, they absolutely could. They could absolutely fix it by just making a rule set where you can just not have it. It's a deliberate choice, then, is what Yeah, that yeah. So. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'll be really upset if uh, if BDSP has no yeah, time. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. That'll be very interesting. That's, that's my number one thing I want to see, yeah. is if BDSP has a timer or not. If it doesn't, it looks like we're going to go back to Gen 4, boys. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's... Oh, I lost my trail. Never mind. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> I can understand, like, being... Like, when they tried with... Um, Gigamax, uh, Dynamax, right? Pokemon. It's like, oh, at yeah, least yeah. they're like. Oh, Gigantamax. Gigantamax. Weird. They, Let's not even talk about that. But the fact that, you know, it's bad, right? But it's something that they tried because they tried something new, right? They were trying to push the limit. That's yeah. how they get cool, cool stuff done. So I can totally, uh, excuse them for having a, a new mode that just failed because it's not as exciting as the past one. Yeah. That's fine. But putting restrictions where without any type of understanding mm-hmm. as to the reason why the timer thing that's where i'm like i don't understand why they did this and it doesn't seem like it's a good idea my hope is that when gen 9 comes out it's re- resolved but if it's not i don't know what they're gonna do about that yeah. it just it kills 6v6 play which i know isn't their cup of tea but even then like that's why a lot of people like their games right, right? like yeah it, it like it's a good portion of the community likes being able to do that stuff but i guess at the end of the day if they just care about the almighty dollar yeah uh what what does it matter yeah i mean honestly it's so big that they just need to churn out titles every year and it's more profitable that way i i'm very curious to see the sales numbers of both bdsp and uh legends arceus Hmm. april 2022 is going to be like the enlightening time uh that's going to tell us a lot because if uh bdsp doesn't do well it just kind of shows like because these are the first games to come out after sword and shield and i have always held the position that a lot of the decisions sword and shield made aren't going to affect the decision not going to affect sword and shield sales because people are going to buy sword and shield because they're like they don't follow the new cycles like we do right it's like a um what's it like it's like movies even if you have a really good sequel in a series if the one before it was bad it hits it hurts yes, the next exactly. one. same yep. for the one that comes after something really good it, because like the last experience was positive they go buying the next one whether it's good or bad that's what my concern is i want to see what the sales numbers are to see how swish might have changed that landscape and maybe it didn't maybe like bdsp is going to sell like stupid numbers or something i suspect it will especially because it's the uh christmas release you know i think it'll sell more than let's go pikachu that is my prediction that is probably uh, <laughs> true and i believe uh legends rcs will as well but i i'm curious to see if it does it as if it's going to be like much higher or if it's going to be like Oh, instead of selling 10 million units in the first month, we sold, you know, like 11 million units in the first month. 
Well, the, uh, as I understand for Let's Go, the real problem was the, the sudden decline of sales. Because it started high, and then it just went down. I mean, like, the number of people who bought the DLC was very high relative to the number of people who bought the DLC game. DLC adoption rate was stupid. That's the word. Yeah, the adoption rate. The adoption rate was stupid for the DLC. Uh, so I would definitely keep that in mind. I don't know. Like, I think it's definitely doable. I think... I, I think there's a lot to be said and a lot to see. I want to know how a remake that is quote unquote faithful that doesn't include modern Pokemon in quotes, or maybe it does. We don't actually know at this point uh, how that does. I, I would love to see how it goes. It can't be a complete remake either if you think about it, because remember on plat- um, on Gen 4, you could insert a Game Boy Advance into the DS and that yeah, I don't know how they're handling the game. That. How, how, I'm very curious. Very curious. I imagine they just added to like the wild areas, the wild, the, or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but on that note, I think this is a good place to stop. This, this was interesting. This is a good conversation. So we're going to, we're going to wrap it up here and we're going to go ahead and talk or kick it on over to the Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you on the flip flop. Pokemon the episode. And welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 250. Ho-Oh, the rainbow Pokemon. A legend says that its body glows in seven colors. A rainbow is said to form behind it when it flies. I really wish it was more (laughs) rainbowy. Same, but I like its color scheme. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm sorry for it from Ash. <laughs> from Ash, not from Dutch. I saw other Pokemon. <laughs> the first uh, I've seen I saw other Pokemon beforehand. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean uh, that the first legendary that Ash saw. Yeah, it is the first legendary in the first episode yep. of the anime, in fact. Yeah. Gen 2 best Pokemon games because every, and I I quote that only because people are playing them wrong. Uh <laughs> that that's a, a entire show in and of itself. Uh I mean, it is the only gen to give you two full regions. Mm-hmm. Your fate uh, could never. Yeah. Probably. Well, it, it's just that everybody, everybody when they play them, just tries to like blow through them, right? And that's not the intention. Cause the idea is like, it's supposed to be like Animal Crossing. Yeah. Where you, you play it every day for a little bit. And so then you, then you're supposed to backtrack a lot, which is why Johto is like so interconnected and you can backtrack very easily. And so that, that's why. And then you level up that way. As opposed to, like, just blowing through the game and complaining about the leveling. But either way, Ho-Oh <laughs> is a very cool Pokemon. I always love them on VGC teams, which we have today, um, because he is just, like, he's always, like, somewhat counter-meta, and I really enjoy it. He's got a base HP of 106, a base attack of 130, which is pretty pretty sizable, a base defense of 90, which for a legendary is kind of low, but it's fine. Uh, for a special attack of 110, it doesn't really need it, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, special defense of 150. Special yeah. defense of 154. That's always it, both Ho and Lugia have like massive special defense stats. Yeah. Very specially defensive. Yeah, Ho can make up for its defense with its signature move, which is nice. Yes, it it can. Also, it gets. Uh, I believe its ability is. Uh, no, that, I'm thinking multi scale. But he gets regenerators, so like that's not yeah, bad. Which is, I mean, hello. <laughs> yeah, the, obviously the, yeah. the thing you go for. Uh, so, so let's go ahead and get into it. We have a homo with safety goggles uh, with the ability regenerator. It, he's got two twenty HP, one sixty four attack, one twenty four defense. That spread is so that it can take a two hit 
it can it's a two hit KO from a Zashin, which is like the number one legendary right now, to KO a this Ho with wild charge. Mm. Yeah, so that means that you get to do that. The safety goggles are to prevent it prevent it from being affected by redirection from rage powder from either a Volcarona or an Amoongus, which are the top partners for Zashin. Right. So you can actually just come in and just like sacred fire a Zashin in the face because we have an adamant Ho with Sacred Fire, Brave Bird, Protect and Recover. So this is a this is a bulky bulk. boy that isn't going down anytime was, soon. Yeah, bulky boy. And Volcarona can't burn it, so that's nope. nice too. <laughs> yeah, Volcarona doesn't do much to it either. So like this is just it's like the Ho is great. It's like always counter meta. It just does such a good job every single time it shows up. And I always love it. And I want to try to make it work. And this team looks very close to being something that I could run and have fun with. Um, if you want me to stream something like this, just like thatch laddering, just like say the word, guys, and we'll do <laughs> it. Snap his fingers. Uh, uh, all right. So the next Pokemon that pairs with it is Regilecki with a magnet, just so because Regilecki has like two types of moves it can use. Um, electric and not electric. <laughs> and it's got the transistor ability, 252 special attack, 252 speed, because you're going to go fast with your timid nature. Um, and he's got Thunderbolt, Volt Switch, Electroweb, and Protect. It's an ele- a Regilecki doing Regilecki things um, and also doing speed control with Electroweb. Oh. Speaking of Pokemon that do its thing, we got a Rillaboom as the third uh, part of this team with a Salt Vest uh, attached to it and the Grassy Surge as the ability. Uh, it's EV spreads is 252 HP, 108 in attack and 148 in defense. So this is also a bulky, the guy, but a more physical, uh, bulky guy. It's adamant nature to give it extra hoomph on its attack with grassy slide, high horsepower, U-turn and fake out. Pretty much a Lots really of priority. We love the fake mm-hmm. out. Yes. Fake out's like an option. I mean, Rillaboom doing Rillaboom it's things. That so is good that. in VGC. Yeah. Rillaboom's just good in general. It's even good in BSS. Like, it is, but that, fake out in particular is very VGC. Grass, grassy Glide is just the best move that Rillaboom could have ever gotten. Um, I am in, it's insane that Rillaboom, I don't even know that Tapu Bulu got Grassy Glide. Uh, added to its move pool. It probably did, but it, it, I feel like it did. It's nuts to me. We're gonna double check this, uh, but did, did Tapu Bulu get Grassy Glide? I, I don't know, cause honestly, Rillaboom's just got a better yeah. spread. Uh, so, um, let's find out. There's a lot of Pokemon that got Grassy Glide, and I regret to inform you that Tapu Bulu is not Wow, one of them. wow, fooled me, but that's easy. Why did they not give it Tapu Bulu getting, like, screwed over all the time? No play rough. <laughs> that's right, no play rough. No Grassy yeah. Glide. It's a hard knock life being yeah, quad weak to poison for, you know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Rillaboom or not Rillaboom. Uh, wow. Tapu Bulu. You just, you're just getting the shaft here, bud. Yeah. Feels Bulu, man. Mm. You know, that's how he yeah. feels. Feels Bulu. Well, I even think like, I think, I think like even Tapu Coco got, um, rising, uh, rising. What is it called? Um, Volts. Oh my gosh. What is it? The, is that the new one? The, I don't remember the name of it. Rising. One, you know. Rising? No, he didn't get it. It's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. I feel better. <laughs> he didn't get it. Yay! Good for us. They are. They're careful with the boos, uh, just because 
or the know, toppers. The toppers, yeah. yeah. The toppers. Yeah, the, yeah. The, they're careful with the toppers. The toppers were like nutsos back in the mm-hmm. day, so yeah, they, I don't. They, they got to be cautious with what they give them. Uh, I like they were kind of bad in Gen Seven. Like it, it's fine. They're better now. Yeah. We needed more fairies. Um, you know, you know. We did need more fairies, but I think we just like we're, we just like drank too much of the fairy juice in Gen Seven. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. I'm not mad about it, but it- <laughs> <laughs> going now to one of my favorite name Pokemon's of all time, and I say this because the first time I saw the reveal of this Pokemon, I laughed and smiled for so long because I loved the name, and that's Crocodile. One of the best. one of the best names ever. Um, crocodile again being crocodile, uh, pretty simple, uh, uh, template here. We got the choice scarf, um, with the intimidate and an EV spread of 68 HP, 180 attack, four defense, four speed, and 250. Sorry, special defense. I always do this. <laughs> four yeah. for defense. Uh, it's confusing. It is. Um, and then 252 for speed. It's that D there. It's like, oh, I know it's supposed to be for defense, but I just. Think of speed, uh, with the jolly nature. It's, uh, four attacks are, uh, again, high hor- horsepower, rock slide, darkest lariat, and close combat. I just found out that he learned darkest lariat. I did not know that. That's, he got pretty that, awesome. he got that this gen because. Uh, Darkest Lariat was one of those TRs we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, okay. So, uh, so, uh, the, the spread is super weird, but it lets it actually live a grassy glide from non-adamant rillabooms. So, and the scarf lets it go faster than things that are really popular, like Zacian. Okay. Uh, so you can hit that with a high horsepower. And also lets it outspeed Calyrex uh, Shadow Rider, which is also popular, and you can hit that with the Darkest Lariat. So and that's it, definitely knocking it out. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, that thing's like, that thing you would like, a, a light breeze that's dark type yeah you just so have like, to get it in <laughs> like a light a light breeze i mean ominous wind used to be a move i don't think it is anymore so <laughs> so i think i think that would have knocked it out all right let's talk about we already talked about the tapus so naturally we have to switch it to the ultra beast mm-hmm. okay we got Nihiligo up in here, and it's living its best meteor beam life because we're running a power herb. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so we're just ready to have that meteor beam go off. We run in a timid nature, and this spread is going to get you the speed boost if you can get a kill. So we've got 172 special attack, 84 special defense, and full investment in speed, 252 with the timid nature. So obviously we're running the meteor beam to take advantage of that juicy power or meteor beam moment. We also got the sludge bomb. Protect, and okay, here's what you weren't expecting. Here's what you weren't expecting. The speed boosting Nihiligo runs Trick Room. Uh, and speaking of something that could take advantage of that Trick Room, we have a Rockwinid to round up the team. Um, cause you need a bulky water, you mm-hmm. know? It's got that wide guard cause it's VGC, just to remind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, sassy, so it's thick. We got a 236 HP, 28 attack, and uh, 244 special defense. Obviously water bubble. We got them leftovers. And then uh, to round out the rest of the set, we have liquidation and lunge um, and protect. I'm I'm pleasantly surprised to see uh, Arachnid uh, as a Pokemon being used. I mean, it's thick uh, at what it's meant to take. I I always felt that this was one of the Gen Seven Pokemon that got the least recognition or hype, and I 
Oh no. no? It was, well, it had no hype good. because it was like one of the five that weren't revealed. Right. During the reveal cycle. And when I saw it for the I, first it, time, it, I'm like, this is a really cool Pokemon, but I never really saw anyone use him. Now I'm pleasantly surprised to see him. He he's I feel like decent. He's always had a place in the VGC when he's allowed. Okay. Mhm. He's got he's got a decent like place in the meta. Uh, he uh, the typing's really decent. Um the because like there are fire types that join in. Uh, more often than not, such as like Arcanine and stuff like that. And not to mention, with him being so bulky, he can actually get off some pretty big hits. The thing is, people want Galissapod to be good, but yes. Araquan is actually the good bug. Oh, okay, from you are one hundred percent correct. <laughs> Everyone wishes it was Galissapod, but it's actually Araquan. <laughs> it is actually Araquan. One hundred percent. Oh. All right, so that is the team. Uh, we will give out Shiny Ho this week to the patrons, so definitely watch out for that. Ooh, the oh. Shiny Ho! Yeah, you gotta yeah. get that great color scheme. He's actually got a good great shiny. shiny. He's got a yeah, good shiny. it's beautiful, like with the yeah. Yep, it is a it is a great shiny. Uh, so I would definitely watch out for Shiny Ho on the Patreon this week. It's probably already up. I'm gonna try to be better about getting it up, like pretty much right after the episode. So definitely, I'm gonna try to get it. Watch out for that. <laughs> yeah, make sure you get it. Make sure you get it, Chushiro. Yes, yes, I need to. I need to recollect everything. All right, so uh, we're gonna kick things on over then to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where we read your emails on the show that you send in to us at PucklePodcast.gmail.com. We typically have a question for you to answer. Last week, we asked you, what's your favorite starter Pokemon and why? And boy, did you all reply. Mm -hmm. But before before we get into that, we're going to go ahead and get our first question or our first thing out of the way if you we if we read your email on the show and it sparks good discussion we will all vote together to give you uh the green toros badge which gives you a shiny roll on the discord it actually gives you the badge next to your name now which is actually really cool Mm -hmm. yeah they like updated discord so you can like put little icons so it's kind of cool uh so you can have the little badge next to your name so it's gonna be really really awesome to see that work out uh, but you can you can go ahead do that, um, and that is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves, hooves. Well, without further ado, then let's get into these emails. Our first email this week is going to come to you from Mark Moreno, and it says, "What to do, Puckle Crew? Rising chemist, a chemist, Mark here, writing in for the first time. I stumbled across a podcast a year ago with your fantastic retrospe- uh, retrospective on Mega Evolution. What better topic to start writing in than talk about my favorite starter? But first, a freebie Poke Quiz Pokedex entry. No." points giving of course it states it's red and blue pokedex entry states a strange seed was planted on its back at birth the plant sprouts and grows with this pokemon what could it be be? (laughs) who's that pokemon why can't we get that for our pokedex question (laughs) Uh, okay so i'm not in charge of selecting the questions all right the questions come from liger ask liger okay hey liger can we get a bulbasaur (laughs) <laughs> right <laughs> to be fair the cottony was there at the end because whimsicott was originally scheduled to be on the show so Ugh. we do tailor it specific to the co-host 
Uh, I used to bud into the base between Charmander and Squirtle by saying how Bulbasaur can put poison paralyze, paralyze um, sleep and leech seed on the other two. It was my uh, my way of saying Bulbasaur can win with more strategies than brute force. The seed Pokemon also reminds me of my English bulldog I had, despite knowing its design is more of a frog, but that both have similar posture. <laughs> That's adorable. Um, I, I just thinking about bulldog dress as Halloween, uh, as Venusaur, and I a Bulbasaur or a Venusaur. Oh my gosh, they should make like a doggy outfit where it's just right? the bulb and as a sweater, this has to exist, right? Like that has—that's such a good idea. This has that to exist. exist, right? If it doesn't exist, we'll make it exist. Uh, but they both have similar posture. Uh, my late dog name was named Lolito. I love that name. Uh, and so I always name my Bulbasaur Lolitosaur. Okay, uh, shut to the heart. Oh, that's cute. Um, <laughs> I I can I can actually um say that. Uh, sorry, I can actually uh put an opinion on that that i my dog for the longest time is yuki and i've always named since i've had yuki all my joltians yuki so yes anyway <laughs> continue on the consistent uh the consistency of bulbasaur design is also a win sometimes i feel it's not a present in some starters lately ivysaur is in the rare second stage evolution that does not look awkward that is true i've met many ivysaur fans instead of just venusaurs I think of all middle stage evolutions, like the best ones are the starter ones. Yeah. Uh, the, and Venusaur is an absolute beast. The Mega and G Mega forms were designed very well and how they immensely emphasized the growth on its back. Its portrayal in the anime gave me the personality to imagine what life would be like if I had a Bulbasaur by my side. And lastly, the number one in the national decks, which is very special. I even brought my Bulbasaur plush to university. The plush was given as a gift from a girl asking me to the Sadie Hawkins dance our freshman year of high school. That's a really cool memory. Uh, and now, uh, and yeah, very cool. Summary, uh, I think Bulbasaur is a solid starter in both design and gameplay. Thanks for reading my email. Looking forward to becoming a regular in the mailbag. Rising Chemist Mark signing off. P.S. I totally forgot the title of this email subject. The proofread, <laughs> uh, proofread it and send it immediately. How about starter story? First time writing in. Wonderful. We appreciate it. Love it. Thank yeah. you, Mark. Bulbasaur is that one because it's the Mark. first duo, uh, dual type starter, and I mm. think that's very iconic of it as well. It was the only one for a very for long a time. For a long time. I think until <laughs> Rowlet. It was the first it one. It was until Rowlet. It was until and Rowlet. And that's very iconic of it. Get it, Bulbasaur. You're a yeah. trailblazer. I think it was because back in Gen 1, they legitimately were just like, yeah, all grass types are poison types, right? Yes. Except yeah. Tangela. Except Tangela. <laughs> Except Tangela. <laughs> Except Tangela. And I think Executor got got psychic and then Yeah, it has psychic. But I think I think of all the grass type Pokemon Gen 1, most of them are grass poison. If you look at the entire like list of all grass poison type, the majority are Gen 1. There's like like the Badoo line and the Amoongus mm-hmm. line. Yeah, and it's like Gen One City over well, there. Well, they're just like they're just like yeah, it already it already happened to the point that they're just like, how about Gloom just drops it when it evolves into Blossom? <laughs> what if we just don't have that? Uh, that would be cool. Oh my gosh! So, I mean, I guess to be fair, there weren't that many Grass type Pokemon in Gen One, but there's a lot of them that were just like straight up Grass poison because it was Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Gloom, uh, Bellsprout line, and Executor. Yeah. 
And that's it. Like that that's just it. Uh plus Tangela. Plus Tangela. Yeah, all right. Moving on though. Uh next email. All right. This is from Amanda. Yeah. Hello, Puckle Crew. First time emailer, but I started listening during the lead up to Sword and Shield. And don't worry, Thatch, I haven't gone back and listened to the old episodes. You're my favorite person. Being a bit, <laughs> yeah, being an adult is too busy, and I ain't got time for that. Relatable girl. Uh, anyway, as far as starter Pokemon and rarity goes, I always figured it was that way to make your starter Pokemon feel more special, since they are so rare, at least in the fact that it, they cannot be obtained anywhere in the wild. Uh, it created more of a bond to that particular Pokemon in your party. As for the mailback question, I would have to go with Bulbasaur. Oh, I do, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bulbasaur is cute, though. He's it adorable. Is, I mean, all of the Gen 1 starters really yeah. have great designs. Like, they really knocked it Well, apart. obviously, I think most starters have great designs in general, just because, I mean, especially, like, the base forms, because those are, like, the marketing Pokemon, right? they got to put a lot of time into that. Yeah, I just feel like, I don't know, I was disappointed by Gen 2 after Gen 1, personally. Uh, Gen 2, if you just look at the, like, baby designs, like, stage 1 designs, or basic Pokemon designs. The th- there is a theme where they kind of lose their, uh, some starters do lose their, you know, shininess when they grow up. Um, and they're no longer that I think cool. Tepig. Yeah. Let's talk about Tepig, okay? Yeah. I mean, I like Embor. He's kind of cool. Um, but I was thinking more in the lies of, like... Pokemon that evolve and there's like Oshawott's evolution, Samurai. That's a good choice too. Yeah, it's it's weird. I would agree with that. Alright, let's see here. Um Grass was my favorite type growing up, and Bulbasaur is just so dang adorable. I had a really good plush of him when I was younger too, so he could go on real life adventures mm. with me. Lastly, and this was actually from the last show Thatch was gone for. I like where you had to make that up. old. <laughs> Thanks for making me feel old with uh, where everything's made up and the points don't matter comments. I really have to wonder how many people listening have watched Whose Line Is It Anyway? Yeah, that's going to make me feel old, too. So let's okay. just move right on. Okay, to be fair, they they did relaunch Whose Line Is It Anyway for a very short time. With Aisha Tyler. Yeah. And it was fabulous yeah. because I love her. And it was good. It was actually pretty uh, good. But even with that. These kids today don't know, okay? You gonna feel like an old... Mm-hmm. We ain't got time fair, for it. That came out, like, when people stopped watching TV. <laughs> yeah, like, what is... T- yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you know. Signing off for now, Amanda. Good good mm-hmm. one, Amanda. Thanks, Love Amanda. It. Great emails, everyone. Thanks for e- writing in. Well, we did, we did, like, sift through, I think, something like 10 emails. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, y'all, but... It's like Amanda said, ain't nobody got time for this. This podcast is already long enough. I will probably you go ahead and You wouldn't enjoy it if you afterwards. had to listen yeah. to 10 emails. I'll no, put it, like, we'll put it no. That way. I've done a show with 14 once and it's pretty bad. So what we're going to do is the other seven are going to, we're going to do an extended mailbag. We have to, we have to. I'm probably going to do it before the show comes out. But <laughs> All right. So this one's going to come to you from Boerky. Howdy, Puckle hosts. My side of the world is not known for spice. So my true roots, this E-dish will lack any semblance of a spicy pick. But the kitchens of this region have secret ingredient that is heaped into every dish. That ingredient is salt. It adds flavor yeah. to the primary ingredient, enhances the power of minor flavor oh notes, God. and often means the difference between memorable feast and standard grub. Oh my God. Cyndaquil is my favorite starter Pokemon because the recipe for a memorable experience requires salt. I knew coming into Gen 2 that fire Pokemon came at a premium, so I happily grabbed a Cyndaquil. I figured that a minor annoyance early would lay groundwork for an easy time after. But it, then Whitney's Miltank rolled out to thwart my plans, leading to the it's first... It's always that Miltank. 
leading to the first battling puzzle I had to solve in a Pokemon game. The stult initially led me to turning off the game in disgust, having a plan go memorably wrong to a starter that holds a place above all others for me. I believe this reasoning is why most common battles people reminisce about on Discord had things go terribly wrong or took extreme amount of, extreme amounts of time and angering significant others. A little salt goes a long way to make a memorable meal. I have to say. With that, I would like to end this with a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> you like Pokemon? Then PuckleDiscord.com is where you should go, Boer. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh my god, all these great emails oh today. Oh my gosh, honestly, can we just give them all the badge? Can we They're just be like, so oh, this good. <laughs> they were all very good this week. Yeah, I really love them all. In that case, then, you know what? We're going to go ahead and just give yeah. all three of them the Green Tauros badge. Let's encourage this type of quality of email to keep coming. These are great. These are great. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. Everybody gets the green tourist badge. You get the green tourist badge. You get the green tourist badge. By the way, badge. just because so it is... just the, let us know on Discord. Just because it's the topic of the mailbag. Um, Sublime, what's your favorite uh, starter? Do you not know that answer? Let's assume we have first-time listeners. I have three plushes in <laughs> my office, all Snivy. I know right it's now. Snivy. I have Snivy right next to me as we speak. <laughs> Yeah, if you didn't know, now you know. <laughs> My favorite starter is Squirtle. I got Totodile. Good choice. Like on lockdown. So we're yeah, good. You do. You do. Yeah, you got that for that's my, that's my brand now, okay? It's your brand. It's my brand. Totodile. And you know what's so great? Both for Alligator and Superior, they weren't in um, other Pokemon games, but they are in new Pokemon <laughs> Snap. So how about that? They are. How about that? It's true. Superior is all over the place. To be fair, I feel bad for you because I think I think Totodile is going to be back in BDSP. Yeah, you know, it's fine. It's fine. My time will come. My time will come. It'll be fine. Uh, all right. So on that note, if you want to hang out with us more and you want to chat, just talk Pokemon, hang out, play Pokemon, all those wonderful things, you can go to PuckleDiscord.com. You can, of course, follow us on social media over on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Tumblr. You can also go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash PucklePodcast. And you could go over to our Twitch at twitch.tv slash ThePucklePodcast, where I try to stream on thir- Tuesdays and Thursdays. Maybe not Thursday this week, because I think I have to record the podcast on Thursday this week. <laughs> depending on who the co-hosts are, <laughs> because I will not be here during our normal recording time. But I'll be here next week, so we'll figure it out. I'll be on an airplane. So would I, actually. So I will not be able to do that. But we will be at, we will be recording the show. So if you want to send your emails in early for next week, do that at PuggoPodcast.gmail.com, letting us know whether or not you're going to buy BDSP. Um, uh, also, if you want to help out the show, you can do so by dropping a Twitch Prime subscription or going over to our Patreon at Patreon.com slash PuggoPodcast at $850 a month. When we hit that goal, we're actually going to make physical green Taurus badges and send them oh, out to everybody at the $10 plus that's tier. Amazing. Yeah, we're pretty close. Uh, we're not too far away. And then uh, we can also go ahead and uh, at eight, at eight hundred dollars, I think we're just going to like start doing giveaways for the community. So, and I'll let I'll let them know this is sponsored by the patrons. You can become famous on the Puckle Discord for whatever that's worth. <laughs> Y'all the real MVPs. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it helps us do everything that makes the makes us do like high quality stuff on the show and content wise. So I I really do appreciate it. So any any help you can do, we appreciate it. If not, don't worry about it. Uh, keep listening to the show. Just keep hanging out. That's the number one thing we want you all to do. <laughs> Stay family. Yes, absolutely. On that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. Some say I've been Jashiro. And I continue to be some water. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. <laughs>